Good morning, friends. Jenny Farrell from Reflections from the Path. And greetings to you. I hope your day is going well. I am at Sunderbrook Park today, walking down my path, (laughs) putting one foot in front of the other. It's been a few busy days, not exactly standing still, helping out with a wedding, doing this and that, but I have not had the luxury, or at least didn't make the luxury, of a nice long walk. And I'm telling you, I am addicted to these walks. It it helps me on much more than only the physical level. It's really impacted my mental health as well. And so today it was like I am getting out there and taking an extra long walk and maybe doing a little swim as well because it's good for me. (laughs) I think everyone who's around me is saying thank you for doing that. So I highly recommend it. Last night I went to bed after a long day and spent a little time with the Lord, read a little bit of scripture, fell asleep, but I kept waking up. Like every couple of hours, I would wake up and my mind was very active. And when that happens, it's the few times that I actually will grab a pen and paper and scribble something down, but I didn't want to turn the light on, so I just grabbed my phone, went into my notes section, and this is what I typed. The first thing, anyway, said, This moment is all that I have. This moment is all that I have. And I knew immediately the context to that comment. It had to do with this journey of life that we're on and the things that we want to see change. I don't know what things you want changed in your life. I don't know if you're like me where you've struggled with some weight that you need to get off uh, to be a healthier version of you. I don't know if you deal with clutter or if you have mental health issues. I share all of those, by the way. Um, But it's actually really, really good news that this is the only moment we have because we spend far, far, far too much time beating ourselves up for the things in our past. I don't know, the Big Macs we consume, the, you know, Whitey's ice cream, that's a local favorite ice cream shop (laughs) in my neck of the woods. Um, Or, you know, maybe it's really big things where you let your family down or let your spouse down or your kids down or whatever. But we're looking back, we're looking back, we're beating ourselves up and it's weighing us down so that we don't even get to enjoy this moment in front of us because we're weighed down by our past. We can't change the past. It's gone. Now we can, with um, deliberation, with godly counsel, we can look back for the purpose of healing of learning to forgive and to let go and to be more fully present in the moment. But that's all we can do. That's good news because I can't change yesterday, so let's not dwell on that. 
unless it's for the purpose of healing. And can we run ahead and alter our future? Well, only in the sense that the choices we make today will definitely impact our future. So only in that sense. But it would behoove us then to look on the path that we're on and not be so ridiculously mindful of trying to change our future. And I think part of what I was thinking of in the middle of the night too was the fact that today marks three months exactly that I began and took up the challenge. Walk three times a day for 10 minutes outside. And if you've heard other podcasts, um, that quickly accelerated to 10,000 steps a day and beyond. Other days, not nearly as much. But I love it. I love being outside with nature. It connects me with reality, I think. Um, And it just connects me to my God. He made everything that I see right this minute. I'm walking on a path within Sunderbrook Mountain. And so I'm just absolutely surrounded by green and this narrow little dirt path. And I feel hemmed in in a good way. It's a beautiful thing. But in those three months, if I rewound, it was March 15th that I started saying, okay, I'll do this. It was a recipe, a a prescription to help um, do something really good to alleviate the inflammation in my body. So move more, eat differently, and good uh, functional medicine and chiropractic are the, the things that I'm doing, as well as just where do I put my mind, right? But the three months on March 15th, if anybody had told me that I would flash me forward and I would be in this body that's about 17 pounds lighter, leaner, more muscle, less fat, more clarity, off my mental health drugs, um, what else? You know, I don't know what's happening on a macular level, on the macro level, the big picture. I have an MRI coming up on the 23rd that's important to see if some inflammation has gone down. But even if it doesn't look like anything's changed, my chiropractor keeps telling me, but don't focus on the macro, focus on the micro because it starts there. And so over the past three months, however many 90-ish days that have been in there, I've been putting one foot in front of the other. And there's been changes happening, but it's a layered effect. One good thing upon another good thing has equaled up to be a really beautiful equation for health. And it's only been three months. And the greatest part is how long does it take to create a long-standing habit? Well, I know three months of doing it every day goes a really long way. It's still, I could still undo that habit for sure. But it's an instinct 
Now, when I start to feel anxious, something feels wrong, I want to get out and walk and talk to God. It just feels so much more natural to do that. This morning, I was looking at um, a scripture that was talking about praying, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, pray without ceasing. And I used to think, what? can't pray without ceasing. You'd never get anything done. But I think it's just being in conversation with God. And when our thoughts go in a not so great direction and we get anxious and we get worried and we get overwhelmed, as I frequently still do, that's when we say, oh, okay, I, I need you, God. Can I give you this? Can I give you this? Can I give you this? And let's talk about that. And pretty soon, the scripture, Philippians 4, um, I think it's 6 through 10, but it's, again, rejoice in the Lord. The Lord is at hand. And then I think it's verse 6 that says, be anxious for nothing or don't be anxious about anything. Instead, pray about everything with Um, supplication and thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus isn't that a beautiful promise and I don't think he's saying we can't feel anxiety I at one point was (laughs) thinking that like oh man I'm anxious now I'm in trouble with God no he made us He made our emotions for a reason. What if we saw it more as an indicator light? That's kind of how I'm looking at it these days. When I start to feel anxious, I'm slowing down and saying, why why am I feeling this, Lord? What's, What's going on? And if I get quiet, and especially if I go for a walk and listen and talk to him, I find out, oh, no wonder. No wonder I'm feeling that. And I can give it to him. And I can receive and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard my heart and my mind. I want that for you guys as well. So, Father God, I lift up my sisters to you, the ones who have their own issues, the ones who need you more than ever. We're desperate for you. Would you help us to make good choices today? Would you help us to put one foot in front of the other, whether that's physical on a path or whether that's one little area that needs to be decluttered or whether it's just looking in the mirror and saying, you know what, you may have some changes you need to make, but you're beautiful and I love you. Because we are. We're God's workmanship. Have a great day, guys. I love you. Looking forward to talking soon. Bye.